You're a small business owner and there's nothing small about what you do. That's why Dell Small Business Technology Advisors give you trusted advice and tailored tech solutions like computers with Intel Core processors, servers, storage and networking, plus industry-leading monitors and software. No matter your technology needs, Dell is here to help your small business do big things. Call 0800-085-4878 to speak with an advisor today. That's 0800-085-4878. All over. Contains strong language, strong opinions, and strong beers. It is not meant for children or for those who think they are children. You know who you are. Welcome to episode 55. And no, had to count all the way to 55. Of Dumb All Over, recording from the state of a little more hope, Pennsylvania. This is a progressive podcast with brash opinions on politics, religion, and pop culture. And we're always under the influence of craft beer. This week, we will discuss the State of the Union Address. Bernie's response, maybe Joe Kennedy's, probably not. Stock market crumbling right in front of our very eyes. The Nunez memo, even though there's not much there either. And then we're going to talk about Nazis. Um, Well, one particular Nazi, we should say. We will then speak with Tom Prigg, who is coming back on our show for the third time. He is running for Congress in Pennsylvania's 12th Congressional District. Uh, we have a bunch of shit to ask him. And then we will once again have the pleasure of listening to Pastor Manning. <laughs> And please, if you listen, if you listen to our show for the politics and then you turn it off because of the religious part, I'm just requesting that you listen to the entirety of this episode today because we have a doozy for you with Pastor Manning. Uh, as always, I am Tom across the table from me is Austin. <laughs> What's up, Tom? Hi, Austin. How are you today? I'm good. Good. Got my beer. I'm ready to go. Yeah, yeah, me too. Me too. Um... We have a lot to talk about, uh, so I decided when we were choosing the beer for the first, our first beer for the day, uh, to pick one of my favorites. Okay. Sweet Baby Jesus. Ah, nice. Yes, by Duclaw Brewing Company. It is their chocolate peanut butter porter. Now, it seems like this would have been more appropriate during the religious segment, but that's okay. Um, yeah, but no. Um... <laughs> The Tom's al- like, I wanted the one I wanted right I, now. Exactly. Yeah, That's exactly yeah. what it is. Yeah. Um, let's see. 6.2% ABV for those keeping score at home. We have had this before. 6.2? Yeah. Yeah, it's higher than I remembered. I thought this one was like around a five. I thought that was already pretty low, but I guess the standard... I mean, that's still really high for a beer. The standard is like four. I, I guess. Yeah. For a regular beer, right? Yeah, and then the light beer is like three... And then, like, the ciders are around five. I'm sorry. I stopped ta- I stopped listening. <laughs> right. I started smelling it. Oh, it's so good. All right. Uh, let's uh, start this. Cheers. Show oh. I think we double-clinked that. Yes. <laughs> okay. It's so good. It is just chocolate and peanut. Like, mm-hmm. it's chocolate and peanut butter. <laughs> it really, really is. Another, yeah. It tastes like an alcoholic Reese's Pieces. Yes, exactly. It's really, really good. I have to say, I've had a couple of chocolate peanut butter porters yep. and stouts, and this one... 
is the most like chocolate and peanut yeah. butter. Yeah, I mean, all the other ones you can taste the beer, where right. this tastes like I don't chocolate taste beer at all. Yeah. I taste, I say, I taste more because of the alcohol. I think it makes the chocolate taste a, like a bitter chocolate. Yeah, but then there's got that little sweetness of the peanut butter right underneath yeah. it. Yeah, oh, it's so good. Although I have to say, there for Pete's sake is even better. Is it? Yeah, because it's the same thing, but it's the imperial version. Ah. Uh-huh. Gotcha. Well, we'll have to do with this. Sweet baby uh, Jesus. Sweet baby right. Jesus. Austin, did you watch the Super Bowl? I did watch the Super Bowl. Yeah, I watched most of it. I mean, mm-hmm. to be honest with you, I couldn't give a shit about either team. So it was kind of difficult to watch. I have to say, I, I agree, except that I really wanted to see the Patriots lose. <laughs> oh, yeah, me too. And <laughs> Even though I didn't give a shit about either team, <laughs> that's not entirely true because I fucking hate the Patriots. It just fucking seemed too perfect for the Patriots. The Eagles went into halftime with the lead. That's I, I didn't watch most of the third quarter because I'm like, this is when the Patriots... Yeah, they're going to... Yeah. I thought the same thing. Oh, they come Kraft, back and win it. Robert yeah. Kraft mysteriously disappeared from the, his box like mm-hmm. five minutes before the quarter before the second quarter yeah. ended. I'm like, oh, you know where he's going. Yeah, he's pay off the it. riffs. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> And it didn't happen. There was not that major call that happens at every Patriot game. Yeah, it almost seemed like a fair football game. For the I know. First time. Yeah, I was thinking the same thing. I was like, "Wow, I can't believe there hasn't been like a yeah. like blockbuster, you know, phantom pass oh, interference call." Or, but with that said, uh, fourth quarter comes around and Patriots are in the lead. And yeah, it's like, yep, that's about right. That's about right. Yeah. But uh, if you didn't watch the Super Bowl, then spoiler alert: the Eagles won the Super Bowl. They did. They came back. Uh, Nick Foles had himself a career game. Whether or not he ever finds that kind of success ever again, I don't think it matters. He's probably a hero in Philadelphia forever. And not only that, he is going to get a giant fucking contract next year. Yeah, wherever wherever he is. Wherever he goes. Um, I will say this. Philadelphia remained classy by burning down their entire fucking city in celebration. Yeah. Like... Philly. But uh, come on, guys. But what's underreported is that actually there was more damage at UMass in Boston. Oh well, I believe rioting, it. Yeah, I believe it. So it just goes to show whether your team wins or loses, yeah. you can riot, and the news will just kind of shrug their shoulders. I guess, unless you're black. I can't. <laughs> yeah. yeah, exactly. But black people, don't you dare riot when no, they're killing no, no, you in the no. streets, because then, <laughs> then you're out of control. Yeah, then you're gonna get you're, you're gonna get the feds after, after yeah. on that one. Yeah. So anyway, that's that. Um, I. I'm happy football's over, Austin. That's all. I, that's all I can say. <laughs> this was a rough year. Mm, um, it's time for golf season. Baseball. Okay. For me, it's baseball. Yankees yeah. come back with some vengeance. Yeah, oh, Jesus a Christ, team. the thing I couldn't care less about. Well, except maybe hockey. <laughs> yeah, your vendetta against hockey needs to end. I'm, I have no. I have I'm no going vendetta. To turn, I'm going to turn you into a hockey. I have fan. no vendetta against it. I actually have more of a vendetta against baseball than hockey. Because at least in hockey they fight, so there's something to watch. But well, in baseball, they just stand there. I hate there. that so much. <laughs> I fucking despise that so much. Um, let's <laughs> let's let's move on. Um, let's begin this week's Trump report. Have I done a good job? Have I done a good job? Not at all. Probably the least of anybody you've ever met. There's nobody that understands the horror better than me. If Ivanka weren't my daughter, perhaps I'd be dating her. I know. That's pretty much my reaction yeah. to this shit all the time, too. Um, our our leading our, our lead story today is going to be the State of Union. Um, did you watch or, it? Or is the Republicans printed out in tickets the State of the Union? Yum, yum, yum. Yeah, they, 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 they had spelled it. M at the end, oh. yeah. 
That's what happens when you defund schools. <laughs> <laughs> That's exactly what happens. It's a Betsy DeVos Christmas. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Did you end up watching this or not? The State of the Union? No. Yeah. <laughs> what about the State of Union? Oh, no, I didn't watch that either. <laughs> Look, so, honestly, if I wanted to sit there and listen to somebody lie to me, I'd just call my ex-girlfriends and ask them who their <laughs> best sex was. <laughs> oh, well, I don't even think my ex-girlfriends would say that. Okay, so I... I they wouldn't even lie to you out of no. kindness? What the fuck did you do to them? Yeah. Um, I did watch this lie fest which why, is, why did you do that to yourself i felt like i just wanted to live tweet and i haven't live tweeted in a while okay so i was like this is a good opportunity for that <laughs> so it was in the public interest it really was okay because i definitely had better things to do than that and the <laughs> fact that didn't it, yeah exactly and the <laughs> fact that it was an hour long yeah oh my god it was so bad i really was just gonna like let that go and then let bernie explain it in his yeah. uh state of the union address or our state of the union address or whatever he called it yeah so uh we're gonna sum up the state of the union, <laughs> yeah, the union. um with uh the new york times fake news oh, of course uh in an article they put out online 2018 state of the union <laughs> although it wouldn't shock me Fact the way check. the new york times has been going if they just weren't like trump did a really good job let's hear what his supporters well, have to say we'll we'll give a whole let, let's page to the op-ed let's find out trump yeah no, i know that was stupid <laughs> yeah that was so fucking dumb yeah I mean, you want to talk about pandering? <laughs> Newsflash. Let's see what bigots have to say. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I'm I'm sure it's going to be educational and yeah. Uh, yeah no. Oh my god. On a side note, before we move on, yeah. I watched um, there's um a documentary series by Fusion mm-hmm. on Netflix called The Naked Truth. Okay. And they did. They're about 45 minutes long each episode, and it's like a mini documentary. Like separate documentaries, or all off of one topic? No, separate. Okay. Yeah. And there's been like there was some on the auto industry and blah okay. blah blah, but okay. this one was on um, it was called Trumpland. Okay. And you listen, and they just interviewed Trump supporters, and oh boy. I was screaming at the TV because Why? these people are just so fucking stupid. Oh well, yeah. And it's like, and they talked to like this one guy who was like the poorest of the poor, like, and and he had this idea that Trump was somehow going to help him, which yeah. It's been a, well. I think this was actually recorded before the election. So, oh, okay. But I okay. guarantee, if you caught up with that guy now, he would still be in the same spot. I, yeah, yeah. I, little to no change in most Trump supporters that at least and I've then, seen. And then after him, they interviewed like a rich Trump supporter. Mm-hmm. Oh boy, who had a completely different set of reasons why he of voted course. for him, and and he was a fucking idiot too. Like when you when you listen to them speak, you start to realize why Trump won because yeah. people know nothing. Mm-hmm. We have to be the most politically ignorant country. 100%. Yeah. I mean, the, the the signs of that are the turnout numbers. Yeah. Every year, we have historically low turnout but, numbers. But you centrists out there who are going, oh, I agree with you so far, all of them mention Bernie. Why? Huh? Because In what sense? that would have been their other choice. Oh. I'm all not sure them. if that's good or not, though, Austin. Well, it means he would have won. Yeah, it means he would have won, but I I don't know. At what point does it matter beyond that? Oh, I don't know. I don't. It's just like, well, here's the thing. The evangelicals made the same calculation. They said Trump doesn't say anything that we Mm -hmm. believe in, Mm -hmm. but we know if he wins, he'll do all the stuff we want. Right. And guess what he's doing? Right. All the stuff they want. Right. So, of course, they're happy with it. It is true that, like, a poor person should have viewed bernie as yeah. the potential to help me get out of my situation because yeah. that's what his whole campaign was and based he would have yeah and trump said this similar things at least that he was yeah. going to help the poor but there's a big difference yeah 
Trump is. Well, a- you know what it was? What I noticed the difference was, was that these are the people who have the same worries that a lot of us do about outsourcing of jobs, mm-hmm. about health care. Mm-hmm. But they're also bigots. <laughs> that was right. the difference. That's and that's the concern that I have yeah. with them mentioning Bernie as their backup. I just like the scary part is yeah, like you're right. Just get the votes to get him in office and then yeah. fuck them after that. Yeah. But at the same time, it's like why? Yeah, but it's not like Bernie was hiding. I mean, like racial equality, <sighs> those big talking points. That is his. that is true. And unlike the centrists who claim that he never talked about it, I went to his rallies yeah, no. and I heard him speak. He didn't just. It was like half his fucking he didn't rally just was talk all, about it. Yeah. He was there. No, I know, yeah. He was there yeah. in the 60s. So it, the it just made me laugh. I'm thinking, there they all are, mentioning yeah. mentioning the two, and one was a con man, and yeah. the other could have easily given them what they wanted. Well, but, not yeah. so much the rich guy, because he... Well, yeah, no, he, he would wanted. not... I bet you, it was, he, he couldn't have been one that mentioned Bernie. There's he no did, one. actually. How? He's like, yeah, Trump and Sanders were the only ones who would say what was actually that's, happening. That's yeah. bizarre to me, because Bernie's tax plan alone should have... Uh, Said, should have made this rich supporter. Yeah, but he liked no. he liked the idea of health care. Well, oh, it was one of the few uh, things he disagreed with Trump on. Yeah, most people in this country do agree on universal health care. But let, let's move on because we got to get to the State of the Union and all this Ooh, article. I can tell you, it's shitty. <laughs> well, all this article does is it fact checks uh, all uh, a lot of these statements. So we'll no, see. I'm, I'm sure it was very good. For Trump, right? <laughs> so we'll see. Yeah. So the first one uh, off of economy. Quote, since the election, we have created 2.4 million new jobs, including 200,000 new jobs in manufacturing. And the response to that from the New York Times is the math is correct, but context matters. They said the economy has added about 169,000 jobs a month. So I'm not exactly 200, but you know, okay. close since the 2016 election. But that is somewhat less than 185,000 jobs per month that the economy added over the previous seven years. Ah. So it's less than the previous seven. But he didn't technically lie. He did, but not that bad. It was more of a lie of omission. Right. Or not so much omission. Or maybe but even like, taking credit in a lot of ways. Well, yeah, it was more like a lie of um, just context. Mm-hmm. Acting like, like well, because he knows if he says the pure numbers, they sound good. But when you start looking at the percentages, then it's not so good. Uh, next one comes, uh, quote, it's also based off the economy. So, yeah. quote, after years of wage stagnation, we are finally seeing rising wages. False. Yeah. Um, wages are, in fact, rising, but at a slower rate than they were at the end of President Obama's second term. That's yeah. from Tim or Jim Tankersley. I'm yeah, sure. I know. That's such bullshit, the yeah. rising. And, and they rose two point something percent, which couldn't even keep up with inflation. I mean, it's so fucking ridiculous. <laughs> Uh, here's another one off of the economy again. Uh, this was heavy on the economy, as you could expect. Yeah, because it's the only thing yeah. that he has to hang his hat on. That right. we're not fucking destitute yet. Exactly. Yet. Yeah. Yet. Yeah. Well, we'll be getting there in a second. Uh, many car companies. This is a quote. Uh, many car companies are now building and expanding plants in the United States. Something that we have not seen for decades. Um, that sounds false. Well. It says that this is an exaggeration. <laughs> Jesus. Uh, yes, some car companies have announced new or expanded plants under the tr- under Trump, but that's hardly new or unseen for decades. For example, Toyota opened a plant in Mississippi in 2011. Yeah, so. I know. And and Mercedes has a plant in Georgia, and BMW has a plant uh, in Alabama. I mean, it's... <laughs> Here's, here's one that's definitely a lie. Off of energy. We have ended the war on American energy. And we have ended the war Actually, on- Actually, he's started the war on American energy. And we have ended the war on beautiful, clean coal. Yeah. We are now- pro- <laughs> What the fuck is that one? <laughs> we are now very proudly an exporter of energy to the world. 
I don't think he understands what he said. <laughs> I think somebody wrote that down because that is actually not technically a lie, as you were bringing that up before. Well, beautiful clean coal. Well, not that that part. <laughs> uh, the exporter part. Oh yeah. Um, and New York Times called this misleading. Overall, the United States is a net energy importer. Yeah. Although it is projected to be a net energy exporter sometime in the 2020s. A government analysis found that the United States became a net exporter of natural gas in 2017 for the first time since 1957. And yeah, but that's just the hot air coming out of Trump's face. <laughs> <laughs> We've been exporting that all over the planet. Geothermal. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> green energy. Uh, while like accurate, orange energy. <laughs> that, <laughs> Mr. Trump has ordered the Environmental Protection Agency to roll back regulations on the bringing of coal. It has done almost nothing to revive the industry that was from uh coral so davenport so basically he's made it so we can get sicker because there's no regulations on how coal is burned yeah but just doing that doesn't produce more jobs so we'll not even get the benefit of people having a job but we're exporting ah yeah so, Hot air. so we gotcha. win uh another economy one chrysler is moving a major plant from mexico to michigan uh, New York Which Times. was already in the works before he was president. New York Sorry, Times. I spoiled that one for everyone. <laughs> New York Times uh, called this sort of. Chrysler announced that it would move prote- uh, production of heavy-duty pickup trucks from Santillo, Mexico, to a plant in Michigan. But the truck plant in, in Santillo will remain open and be repurposed to produce future commercial vehicles for global distribution. So, it's not really going away. Yeah. <laughs> and... The one place where he stepped in personally at Carrier, they're still sending their plan to Mexico. Right. Yeah. So. Yeah. Uh, here's one on immigration. We'll just do a couple more of these. The third pillar ends the visa lottery, a program that randomly hands out green cards without any regard for skill, merit, or the safety of our people. <laughs> randomly? False. <laughs> this was, this what, was, what, do they just go like, <laughs> like stand in Tehran Square and start throwing out green cards? <laughs> yeah, yeah, pretty much. It's like, you get a green card, and you get a green card. See, this is why I don't want Oprah to be president. <laughs> Uh, well, New York Times, they call this one false. The, <laughs> <laughs> the visa lottery program provides 50,000 immigrant visas to people from countries with low immigration rates in the United States. An 18-page guide from the State Department says applicants must have a high school education or two years of work experience in the past, in the past five years that requires two years of training or experience. You also have to undergo a medical exam, and you cannot have a criminal record. Visa winners are then subjected to a lengthy background check that can last for months or even years. Ah. So... By the way, so I'm a little concerned... there's a lot of merits that they have to have. But I'm a little concerned that the, yeah. that the person who analyzed this, his name Ronald Nixon. Ah. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> Just saying. Um, but yeah, yeah, so that one's blatantly false. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it, this is this is going to be a little bit of like a foreshadowing for later on. But this was another quote: "The stock market has smashed one record after another." Yeah, well, it did this week. That is, <laughs> and before, it is true. It is true. There is you know you need to uh, understand how the economy works to understand that one. But no. it's he's not wrong. No, that statement alone is true. Well, and, he had a nice record this week. <laughs> <laughs> let us uh, let us just one more Trump. <laughs> Quote okay. from this, okay? Quote, we enacted the biggest tax cuts and reform in American history. Austin, I'm going to give you a, I'm going to let you guess. Is this true or false? Uh, wrong. <laughs> <laughs> I'll take the other option. <laughs> Mr. Trump won't stop 
making this claim even though zero evidence supports it. Tax cuts signed by President Ronald Reagan were larger as a share of the economy and in terms of their effects on federal revenues. The recently passed bill appears to be ranked 12th in American history as a share of the economy. Wow, 12th. Not good. Not good. Wow. Yeah. Um, And then, I mean, that's pretty much it. There's a couple true ones, but again, the ones that are true, a lot of them are from the Obama era. Yeah. Now, Trump's only been in office for a year. So a lot of the things that happened in Obama's term in 2008, 9, 10, 11, 12, are just starting to yeah. show its effect. Yeah. So, and, and this is the same exact thing for like when Bush was president into Obama's term. Yeah. There was a, a time in Obama's early couple or couple years where the economy started declining. Yeah. Well, that's because they were still suffering from the from from all the financial issues that happened during the Bush administration. There were some choices he made to that. One hundred percent. We've yeah. gone over this on our show in the past. Obama yeah. made his fair share of mistakes. But all I'm trying to claim is that like you can't go around saying that this is all Donald Trump, all the true facts, because he's not lying in a lot of these statements. He's just taking a lot of credit. Well, yeah, and he's he's taking it out of context. A lot of that. A yeah. lot of these um, in from the New York Times did say misleading, yeah. misleading, misleading. They were misleading. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Which is Trump is really he's a con artist. And he's very good yeah. at doing that. Yeah. Very good at doing that. So that's the State of the Union. Um, it was not worth my hour. No. I, we did live tweet. And it was fun. So if there's an event like that, you can check out our Twitter at DumbAllOverPod yeah. uh, for more live tweeting. But other than that, it was just wasting my night. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. It was fucking stupid. It was bad. Yeah. It was so bad. But uh, Bernie did have his own State of the Union. Did you watch that? Yes, I did watch and that. And how did that go, Austin? It went well for like 10 minutes and then the feed broke down. <laughs> oh, did it really? <laughs> yeah, then they had to restart it. Yeah. Oh, no kidding? Yeah. No. Well, that was... Tom, there's no... <laughs> somebody has something to do with that. <laughs> well, that's what I was actually watching it on the Young Turks feed. Oh, boy. And they were like, see, net neutrality. <laughs> yeah. To shut Bernie down. Yeah. Well, no, I just think that what happened was that they got... Um, a lot of views. Yeah, more than they were planning it. for. And yeah, it that's what it. I read about that. I don't remember the actual crash happening. I think I caught on to the feed a little bit late. Yeah. But um, regardless, there were a lot of people who tuned in for this one. <laughs> and it's amazing, too, because it was another one that was not mainstream. And yet people are flocking to the internet to see this yeah. by the millions. <clears throat> I, li- I like the way it was done, too. It wasn't like... They didn't have him in some kind of strange place at a podium for no reason. With a car in the background. Well, not just that. I mean, like, they had... Yeah, that was weird. But then last year, they had a guy in a diner for some reason, some old guy. Yeah, that was weird, too. And and Bernie didn't exactly have drool coming off the side of his face. Yeah, for once. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, if you don't understand, we're making references to the Joe Kennedy um, Democratic... Yeah, it was it was odd. Yeah. Uh, what I learned from his was that he is very well spoken, very charismatic. So I understand the appeal. Mm-hmm. But if you look into his platform, I, if I hear another fucking person call him a progressive, I'm gonna freak well, the and, fuck out. And the one thing I learned from him is like he or whoever is speechwriter, they are the platitude king. Yeah, just one platitude yeah. after another. It's like, very true. Oh, we're gonna make this good, and it's very we're true. We're the party of you know blah and blah blah. And people really bought like, into it. And there was no. Not once was there any mention of how we were going to do anything. It seemed more like an actual like campaign rally than anything. And it, it makes sense for it to be a campaign rally because yeah. he's 34, I want to say, super yeah. young. And he, he, he was 
people do know about him, but they didn't know know about him. Mm-hmm. Now they really know who he is, especially after this. Yeah. And and he did get a lot of views. Yeah. And people were really well. The centrists were really in love with him. Oh yeah. He's, and like I think the Democratic establishment would be really good at you know just oh, molding yeah. him exactly no, how they want. They would love him. Yeah. But again, not not pro universal health care. He's not pro marijuana legalization. Just <laughs> crazy. But so like these his ma- own fucking state just legalized recreational I know, marijuana. But he's not part of it. I know. And out of um uh, uh, our correspondent, our our not America correspondent sent us Stephen. Yeah. He sent us a, a a map that showed every state and who makes the most in that state. I bet as a he politician. was way the fuck up. He, there. he was number one in Massachusetts. Yeah. Yeah. He was number yep. one. So like he's And it's amazing that he's anti marijuana legalization and his family made all their money from bootlegging. <laughs> it's kinda like, true. Yeah. It is true. I know. That's exactly how I know. um the JFK's yeah. father made all his money. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Now listen to this though. We left well, we left um we left England for religious freedoms and pretty much to make money. It was on a chart. One of the worst mistakes we've made. <laughs> but we say no kings. We're not going to have kings. We're going to have presidents. Uh, and wrong. <laughs> and then we get into this like, well, first of all, whenever a baby is born in the UK from royalty, we have to cover every news outlet with that. Mm-hmm. And then we have a potential a chance to get another Clinton or another Bush or another Kennedy in office. And we're like, hell yeah, let's keep this family going. Like, do you not realize the irony of that? <laughs> no, I feel like like the... Like the political establishments running around. Where's it? Let's find another Eisenhower. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly, yeah. exactly. It's so stupid. We just need a name that's the same as the ones that people have already voted for. Yeah, or in Kennedy's case, killed. <laughs> which, a couple times. Yeah. Couple times. And then one died oh, tragically. Man. Well, yes. I mean, they were all tragic. They were one, all tragic. One wasn't an assassination, is what I was trying to say. JFK Jr. Plane crash, right? Yeah, yeah. Remember that? Well, I don't remember that. I wasn't there for it? But um, so if I were Joe Kennedy, I'd look. <laughs> It's like that family does not have a good track record. It does record. not, but they have a great political record. Like you said, and so believe, many were elected. And, uh, and well, we almost forgot about Ted, too. Ted Kennedy. Oh, that's right. He was in the Senate for that's fucking right. ever. Forever. Yeah. Forever. Yeah, that's right. So, I actually did forget about yeah. Ted Kennedy for a little while. And he, unlike his the rest of his family, he killed somebody instead of being killed. Oh, wow. Yeah. yeah. I really did forget about Ted Kennedy. Yeah. <laughs> the irony of that, too. Yeah. <laughs> All I'm saying is... uh uh He's this Kennedy, the no. young Kennedy, is not a progressive. So no. if you're listening to the show, stop calling him a fucking progressive. Yeah, no. I that you can word call him a Democrat that used or... that word progressive is being used to define Democrats, and that's not what it is. Yeah, I know, and it's really pissing yeah. me off. Um, it... should we move on? Yeah, yeah, let's move on. All right, so yeah, we'll move on from that. Um, even though it's quite a bit fun to talk about. <laughs> But um, we actually have, like, well, for us, it's breaking news. But this is an important breaking news that might not make as much of a headline, or I hope it really does, but we'll see. Uh, this comes from the Huffington Post. Now, again, this is Tuesday, so by the time Friday comes around, this might be you know, old news. But And, obviously, fake news. Oh, well, of course. Yeah. Um, the article is entitled, Trump, I'd love to see a shutdown if Congress doesn't agree to immigration restrictions. So I'm going to read a little bit from this because this okay. is entertaining as fuck. Yeah. All right. President Donald Trump <laughs> <laughs> on Tuesday said he welcomes the government shutdown if congressional leaders do not agree to a deal to keep the government open later this week. In quotes, again, I specify 
in quotations. This is an actual thing he said. Am I doing this right? <laughs> I'd love to see a shutdown if we don't get this stuff taken care of, he said, during a roundtable with legislators and law enforcement officials on immigration. Uh, adding that Democrats need to agree to his demands for immigration restrictions. So the- it sounds to me, agree to his demands as if he's, you know, holding the country hostage. <laughs> it kind of, you know what? That's interesting because it does kind of sound like that, doesn't it? You know what? The Democrats need to get Liam Neeson on the line. <laughs> oh, God. For poor acting. Yeah. Huh. President Trump, I have a particular set of skills. <laughs> yeah. Saying this one line <laughs> over and over again in my millions of movies. <laughs> it's uh, in quotes again. It's worth it for our country, he said. If we no, have to, not. If we have to shut it down because the Democrats don't want safety and unrelated but still related they don't want to take kill the take care of the military then shut it wait, down wait, 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 wait. i'm sorry could you read that again i'd love to actually austin <laughs> it's worth it for our country he said okay if we have to shut it down because the democrats don't want safety and unrelated but related they don't want to take care of the military then shut it down all right hold on a second we'll go with another shutdown <laughs> all right first of all there's only one party oh my God. that brought forth a bill to fund oh man. or pay members of the military and during who, a shutdown. And who's that? And it was not the Republicans. <laughs> and as a matter of fact, libertarians. Oh, of course, yes. They're they're all about <laughs> paying people, Tom. <laughs> who is a more of a fan of paying people than people who believe that minimum free wage labor laws. is okay? Yeah, yeah. and minimum wage law should be illegal. Of course, yes. <laughs> So if you want to get paid, find Become a boss a that's a libertarian. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No. Don't, don't do that, by the way. No. The one who denied it from mm. being brought to a vote is actually Curdle the Turtle. Oh, no. Yeah. Uh, Mitch McConnell. Yeah, it's, it's Mitch the Bitch. Yeah. <laughs> Mitch the Bitch McConnell. <laughs> and um, otherwise, they would have had their salary last time the right, government was shut right. down. Well, what really gets me <laughs> is... In his quote, he says, unrelated, but still related. Mm. So he's pretty much saying, even though it's not related to this topic at all, it is related because it's unrelated. And that's because it's a thing I want to say. <laughs> like, and, and the military. To this has nothing to do with the fucking table. military. <laughs> no. He just like, he has. Well, if the government shuts down, they don't get paid. That's what it has to do with the military. Uh, well, yeah, but. But he doesn't seem to mind that. And if I were the Democrats, that's what well, I would yeah, run with. You know what? That's actually a good point, too, yeah. because he says that he'd love to see a shutdown. Yeah. If I were, and see, this is what they won't do because the Democratic leadership is fucking incompetent. Mm-hmm. But I'd be running around going, look at the president doesn't care if the military members get paid or not. He just said right here, I'd love to see a shutdown. <laughs> Representative Barbara Comstock. <laughs> Game over. <laughs> Greatest name ever. Com- it's a pretty good it, one. It's C-O-M. Comstock. Mm. So Barbara Comstock. <laughs> oh, no. Who was attending the roundtable told Trump, we don't need a government shutdown. By the way, she's a Republican for Virginia. Mm. We don't need a government shutdown over this. I think both sides have learned that the shutdown was bad, she added, and that she believes that there is a bipartisan support for a deal. Barbara... Uh, we are not getting the support from the Democrats. I mean, you can say what you want. We are not getting the support of the Democrats. <laughs> they are not supporting us. <laughs> this is the actual quote Trump replied with. Of course, 
You can say whatever you want, but here's the thing you're supposed to say. Why does he repeat things in threes? Location, because, location, location, because location. Because when you repeat things in threes, people are more likely to remember them. Art of the Deal. Yeah, that's, that's a right. fucking quote from the Art of the Art Deal. Art of the Deal. It's ridiculous. Uh, amongst, uh, among Trump's demands for his signature campaign promise, a border wall, which Democrats as well as some Republicans have continually said is a non-starter, yeah. we need the wall. We're going to get the wall because we need the wall, he said on Tuesday. <laughs> so stupid. On Monday, Trump Mother blamed Democrats. Trust the government. <laughs> <laughs> if you, what you have, if he plays that song live, Roger Waters, the yeah. crowd, at least the one that I went to, all in unison scream, no. no. Yeah. 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 Uh, on Monday, Trump blamed Democrats for uh, not coming up with legislation solution for the so-called dreamers. So uh, in a tweet, he claimed the Democrats seem to care about DACA. Oh, not to care about DACA, referring to the deferred action. Yeah, we, we, you know, by this time, we, we've talked about DACA every single episode for like the last six weeks. Yeah. Um, but anyway, that's the new. That's the whole article right there. Um, do you have anything? Let, let's move on to the to stock. add to that. No. Well, let's <laughs> no. move on to the stock markets because this has been recent news. <laughs> All right, let's move on from there. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah the stock market, Austin. They're um, they're doing really well right now. All right, so I'll just make this really quick. Really quick. Yes, uh, the stock market on Monday of this week, which was the fifth, I want to say. Sure. Okay. <laughs> um, <laughs> the Dow Jones plunged one thousand one hundred and seventy-five points. Is that all? Yeah. Um, Listen, Lance- the biggest since two thousand eleven, and I think like the. It's like the largest percentage since listen, the Great listen, Recession. Listen, Austin. Yeah. Lance Wall now said that we're okay because, one, God is going to protect us through this because he gave Trump the message that we're going to be fine. Okay. And the second thing is we're so high right now in our stock market, it has to go down. Like, we are ha- we should be happy <laughs> come that on, it's going down. Come on, Lance out. Wall now. We know you're not high in the stock market. <laughs> you know. Yeah, we know what you're doing the, over the there. Jesus reefer, I yeah, guess. Yeah. Getting high off of the Lord. Yeah. These uh, holy rollers. <laughs> <laughs> But um, so it tanked. It did, and it continues to tank. Yeah, um, today it's been up and down, yeah, but it's the, not that bad today. But the week before this big dip, it was already going down a lot. It was like something like two, three hundred points a day. Yep. Now, Austin, I don't know. I don't know much. I'm not into this, into into the economic part of like stock markets and stuff. I have no idea. I have no interest in that shit. I pay attention to it as much as I need to. I just know that it doesn't directly affect people. Like everyday people, um, well, it depends on if you have money. If you in the have stock money market. in the yeah. stock markets or not, I don't. So I don't give a fuck. No. Um, well, here's the thing I want to talk about. Is the reason why this is so dangerous, um, and this particular blip. I mean, it's it's really not that huge a deal. I mean, it just shows that if Trump is going to tie himself to the stock right. market as a point of right. pride, right. he's going to have to suck and it up. And he's not. Yeah. And he's not. No. He, he's, of course. Yeah. He already I, has Hannity out there blaming Obama. I have actually- Yes! Sean yeah. Hannity actually blamed Barack Obama on his show, his live show. He said, this oh, is know, Obama's yeah. fault. But it's, it's not important. The thing is that sure. there's like slightly- over 45 or 44 percent of americans that even have stock in the stock market so most of us do not no but still a lot of yeah a lot more than but most of us don't but here's the thing if we keep allowing conservatives in control their plan Mm -hmm. is to move retirement 
totally into the stock, into the market, stock markets, which is what they want right. because then everybody has to give a shit about how the stock market does. Right. That's the goal. Not only will it make their friends rich, which it will, will because all of their friends own those fucking you know investment firms. Mm-hmm, of course, it'll make them rich. But then people have to give a shit about the stock market. Right. Like if you're a person right now who um, was able to get work in a time when they had pensions, mm-hmm. and you're gonna get your pension and Social Security when you retire, stock market. Really doesn't matter to you, right? Unless your pension is invested in the stock market. But if there's places where they just have a pension, you're going to get paid out no matter what the stock market does. Okay. What the Republicans want to do is get rid of pensions mm. and move it all into 401ks right. into the stock market. And while that will make their friends rich, which is probably their first reason why they want to do it, the second thing is you're going to have to care, and then you're going to have to vote for people who will make the stock market stronger. Right. Which is totally against your own best interests. Right, right. But because you don't want to lose your entire retirement. Yeah. That's why the 401k is such a fucking disaster. Well, when you put it that way, it's definitely important. (laughs) Yeah. And I wasn't saying it wasn't important. Uh, I just. No, and I'm not. Right now, for most of the country, it really isn't. Right. But it could be if the Republicans keep getting their way. Right. The one thing they want to do is privatize Social Security. That means your Social Security will be in this stock market. Right, right. Which just tanked and lost $4 trillion on Monday. $4 trillion. Worldwide, yeah. Wow. I didn't yeah. know the number was that high. $4 yeah. trillion worldwide. Yeah. Yep. So what do you make of this um, of this current, I don't, I don't want to say decline because it's probably going to bounce up here and there. It's, it's gonna yeah, be I don't know if it's going to go back quite as high as it was. No, but what do you, because it's still, it's still much well, higher it than it seems to been. me to be a direct result of the uh, Fed raising the interest prices. Okay. And- <laughs> Trump kicked out Janet Yellen, who was the last Fed chair. Right. Installed his own, you know, dipshit. Yeah. Dipshit is a good one, yeah. And uh, so this is almost a direct result to something that Trump did. Now, interest rates probably do need to rise because we've seen, you know, they've been so low for so long right. that basically giant corporations have been getting free money. So they probably do need to rise. But I wish there was a way where you could do that and still have the consumer interest rates stay low. Right. Because I think like the bank should have to start paying back what they borrowed, and but if their consumers could stay low, then at least people could get loans and stuff. My brain hurts. I don't like this kind of <laughs> no, talk. <sorry>. <laughs> <laughs> this is not. This is not where I shine at all. No. Like I have no interest in this shit. I should, but no. I'm also like I need a calculator to count like eight plus four. <laughs> well, it would be much better if they just raise wages. Okay, I'll take that. Yeah. That's word. Those those them words I understand. <laughs> yeah. Well, so uh, any you have anything on the Nunez memos? That was a pretty big story. No, it just turned it's, out to be nothing. It's all bullshit. Yeah, I mean, he even admitted that he didn't read the yeah. FISA warrants that he lies. was memo it's all memoing lies. about. Yeah, it's all lies. So sorry, people on the far left who are like, "Oh, this is the big thing that's going to put Hillary in jail." Yeah, I know. The f- I know. When you say far left, that's the extreme left. I know. Like, but they're there. Oh, enough with that. <laughs> um, yeah. On the majority report, they call them the dumb, dumb left, and I'm yeah. starting to understand why. I now. understand that yeah. too. Yeah. Because, I mean, listen, we're on the left, yeah. obviously. But here's the thing if you are on the left and you're retweeting Steve King and Donald Trump, then you can go fuck yourself. Yeah, exactly. I have no interest in anything no. you have to say. No. But that goes for you two centrists who are retweeting David Frum. You can also go fuck yourself. <laughs> there you go. Because David Frum helped start the uh, Iraq war, which is no reason for starting. And while we're at it, uh, Peter Dow, can we? Stop? Oh yeah, can and we please, stop? please, please stop, stop. tweeting Peter Dow. <laughs> yeah. I'm so sick and tired of seeing Peter Dow on my yeah. newsfeed, and I'm like so tempted to just like yeah. unfollow because like you just not you're not understanding 
Oh, I've unfollowed people who retweeted Peter oh, Dale. That's so yeah. disgusting. So I'm so sick of fucking Peter Dale. But yeah. I, there's not much to contribute to the Nunez memos. No. Because Trump claims that it's it's his ticket out of getting in trouble. Yeah. It's not. And it's, now- It's not going to do anything for you, Donnie. And I know the House Intelligence Committee voted to release the Democratic response. Um, I'm sure Trump won't allow it to happen. Of course but, not. Of course not. No. I hope it gets but leaked. So far, I hope it gets leaked. We've already seen that it's- has it's had no effect at the other worst. than to drive the the people on the right and then the, some parts of the far left crazy right and yeah and yeah and you know what we had a problem with the far left this week oh, on yeah. twitter yeah like like trolling us yeah like no which is all right i mean they yeah, control it's fine it's yeah. but it's it's super obnoxious yeah that like well here's the thing if you are defending donald trump right. because you don't like hillary clinton then i have no interest in anything you have to say exactly and yes, her, you know, her political establishment people are trying to pick candidates, but we all knew that was going to happen. And we're already fighting it with the organizations that people have started. So we're on it. Relax. <laughs> we're taking care of it. <laughs> it's not going to happen overnight. I know. Austin, I have one more story okay. to end this, and I'm going to continue it. It's, it's the Trump report. <laughs> it's a cheery story. So well, that's uh, good. So just uh, get your drink. Which is still full, and uh, to the top, and um, <laughs> and buckle down. A former leader in the ready mm-hmm. American Nazi Party is about to be the only Republican on the ticket for a congressional race in Illinois. I'd never thought of that running a third party and one of the major parties. <laughs> <laughs> um, or is that just the GOP now, the American Nazi Party? <laughs> Might be. Yeah. Uh, According to the Chicago Sun-Times, Arthur Jones, a Holocaust denier who has repeatedly, repeatedly tried and failed to attain office, is the only candidate seeking the GOP nod for a seat in the thankfully, I'm adding the thankfully, heavily Democratic 3rd Congressional District. Oh, well, that's good. So the fact that he's most likely going to lose makes it okay. (laughs) Watch David Duke is even probably like, this got a little too far out there for me. Oh, (laughs) God. Um, in, as he puts on his clan hood, <laughs> this is it, it's this is a crazy story. And if yeah. we're, if people are not paying attention to this, I hope I'm at least, I hope we're at least bringing it to your attention. Mm-hmm. Images on Jones's campaign website showed him speaking at KKK and neo-Nazi events. Not shocking. Giving the Nazi salute uh-huh. and shredding the flag of Israel, he called the Confederate flag a symbol of white pride white resistance, and white counter-revolution. Mm-hmm. Jones also told the Sun-Times that the Holocaust was an international extortion racket. <laughs> international extortion racket. That's what he said. Oh, my God. Party leaders have disowned Jones. Well. The Illinois Republican Party <laughs> and our country have no place for Nazis like Arthur Jones. Tim Schneider, chairman of the Illinois Republican Party, told Sun-Times, We strongly oppose his racist views and his candidacy for any public office, including the 3rd con- Congressional District. But we so decided I, not to put anybody else up. Yeah, that's what I was just going to say. <laughs> yeah. you're, you're going to publicly disown him, say he's a racist, call him no. out for his KKK ties, his neo-Nazi no. ties, but you're not going to put up somebody who could... you. You could put up anybody <laughs> against this guy. Roy Moore <laughs> might be a better candidate than this guy. Marginally, yeah. But he probably is. Yeah. Okay, here, what's the over under? Um, how long till Trump endorses him? Oh, my God. <laughs> what if he does? I know. What if he does? <laughs> we will be paying attention to this primary, which yeah. is on March 20th. That yeah. is really fucking soon. Yeah. 
I'm glad that this story is just coming out now. But I want to see. I want to see Illinois' real, yeah. uh, whatever the third congressional yeah. district. I want to see where you really stand. Now, here's the thing. This is not a Republican who has quiet ties to the KKK like Roy Moore oh, no. or like, or Jeff Sessions. He's out there. He's yeah. okay. He put it on his campaign site. Yeah. He's 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 running off of the idea that he can win because he's a KKK and Nazi member. And what if he wins? Well, he's not going to win. But you don't know that. I mean, you That's, can assume I'm that he's not going sure to. Pretty sure he's not going to win. But just the fact that he's running gives him a chance. It's to in win. Illinois, and it's a heavily Democratic district. I'm just like, no, I know it's frightening that it's even a possibility. After, after Trump wins the presidency, I no. don't, I don't say no to anything yeah, no. when it comes to politics. I tend to agree. Yeah. So I don't. You don't. The fact that he's running means he has a chance at winning. Yeah. And the fucking, I can't yeah, I even imagine. But yeah, yeah, that's the one thing they keep telling us they're not racist, and yet all the racists run in their party. <laughs> and and like it's you, so weird. And like you said, yeah. if you're going to disown this guy, put anybody up against him. Yeah. This story is bizarre. bizarre yeah. That's uh, right from the Huffington Post. If you want to read more, yeah. the uh, the t- the actual title yeah. is an actual Nazi is about to be the only GOP candidate in a congressional race. So if you want to read the rest of it, you can go ahead and check that out. All right. Um, oh my god. So let's let's uh let's, let's take down some of the sad and uh depressing Nazi Republican mm-hmm. news and let's uh let's answer some Twitter questions. Okay. This is a new thing we're gonna try to do is incorporate the questions into the show so we don't get so fucking depressed we shoot ourselves in the face. We are an ever changing show. We're yeah. not we're not gonna ever remain on the same you know style we're gonna change things as they come little bits yeah yeah here and there all right so let's give this a try okay. um and you know do you know what we have to do first all right yes austin that's I'm right it's not gonna say anything yep nope you can ignore me all you want that is right austin it is time to bring back the fan favorite known as twitter time <sighs> Yes. I really hate it's, you sometimes. It's been, it's been a while. It's been a while. Mm. It's been a while. Not really, because you say it even when we were doing the live show. Well, yeah, but we haven't done that in a little while, so it's been That's a while. Yeah. All right. Uh, we only have a few questions, so it's a nice little break from all the bullshit that we just said. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so let's start. We have a couple questions from Dr. Ninja Monkey, who we just talked about yep. a couple minutes ago. Uh, first question. I saw Chris Rock perform at Wembley on Friday. Well, first of all, that's really cool. <laughs> it's like, well, fuck you for going to Wembley. Yeah. Um, he was awesome. Yeah, of course. It's Chris Rock. Chris he's pretty funny. Yeah, yeah. Uh, who is your favorite stand-up? Oh, did he specify living or dead? No. No? So how about we do I'm, one of each? Oh, okay. Make okay. it a little more interesting. Yeah, okay. Um, so other than Bill Maher, of course. <laughs> <laughs> That's not even funny, Tom. <laughs> <laughs> New rules. Tom's not allowed to make jokes anymore. <laughs> <laughs> All right. What about Louis C.K.? <laughs> <laughs> no. Although I really do like his stand-up. I know, I know. But he was never, like, I liked his stand-up, but he's never my favorite. Okay. Mm-hmm. I have to think, actually, um, based on the specials I've seen in the last year, I think Mark Maron's my favorite right Mark now. Mark Maron? Yeah. Okay. That Two Real stand-up special was unbelievable. Okay. And that first, the first 20 minutes on just the state of the country okay. was unbelievable. Probably one of the funniest, like, jokes that had a theme going through it mm-hmm. for mm-hmm. a large you know a large chunk of the show okay it was really genius so i think for living right now i think i'm gonna say mark Marin. okay what about dead um it's funny you say that because for me it's the other yeah, way no, around it's gonna be george carlin yeah. i know yeah 
Um, thanks for ruining my spot, but Sorry. that's okay. <laughs> Actually, I, I kind of have to agree. I can't think of anybody dead who I, I liked better I think than a close for me would be uh, Richard Pryor. I okay. loved Richard Pryor, but... Bill I, Hicks was pretty funny, too. Yeah, I guess. Yeah. Not not necessarily my type of comedy. No, he's a little more aggressive and esoteric. Sure, yeah. sure that's the word I was looking for. <laughs> yeah. Aggressive. <Yeah>. Not... <laughs> I think I'll say George Carlin, yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah, I have to agree with the dead part, at least. Yeah. George Carlin, for sure. Uh, we agree he's dead. Yeah, and, and that he's one of the greatest <laughs> yeah. comics of all time. He just yeah. broke so many walls. I know. Like, yeah. he's just so groundbreaking. Living... It's hard because I don't really pay attention to. Yeah, you're not so much into the. Not anymore. Stand-up. I used yeah. to be a lot when I was a, when I was younger, but yeah. I don't know. It's just like there's so many other things that I find more entertaining than just watching somebody make jokes. Yeah. Um. I I will never be able to pronounce his name. Uh. Sebastian. It's a long Italian last wow. name. Wow. It starts with an M. I, I forget how it's pronounced. Name. He's pretty funny though. Um. I probably would have to say from when I was a kid, I loved Louis Black. Lewis Black is funny. Yeah. yeah, I loved watching his stand-ups, especially like I'm, the one that stands out to me was when he went to Washington, D.C., okay. and they said he said that they gave him a specific amount of fucks he could say, yeah. and he broke them within the first minute on purpose. Oh, no. It was just so fucking perfect. <laughs> it was so perfect. Yeah. And he's like, I already exceeded my limit, so yeah. fuck you and fuck you. I was yeah. like, oh, man, that's just genius. So I, he's still living, right? <laughs> yeah, he's still living. <laughs> okay. Yeah, yeah. And then, him, and then Bill Maher, of course. <laughs> All right, next question. Fuck you and your Bill Mark. <laughs> next question. Did you learn anything new from the Morgan Trump interview? Can I answer this quick? Sure. I didn't see it. So, so no. I, I heard little clips of it, and I just learned that um, Pierce Morgan is still an ass kisser okay. for the president. Yeah. Uh, it wasn't really that. I mean, Trump said some stupid things. What? But, but he always does, so. I didn't find any of it groundbreaking. People kept saying, it's oh, it'll be like Frost Nixon. <laughs> it's nothing like Frost Nixon. Mm-mm. Nah, I didn't even watch it. It's not even worth my time. Um, and then the final one, what would your porn star name be? So what would your not, porn star name be? <laughs> uh, Buck Naked. That's what it would be. Buck Naked. Yeah. Why would that be your, your porn star name? That was George Costanza's porn star name. <laughs> of course it was. <laughs> of course it was. <laughs> it was, yes. I know what mine would be. It would be... Really? Yeah. Yep, yep. Why do you think this is like a normal conversation topic? <laughs> like, hey, I'm Tom. My porn star name would be Mark. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Mark, I don't know. Mark, Mark yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Mark Big Dick's Bagging Lots. <laughs> I think yours would be like Hans Jobs. <laughs> Hans Jobs. <laughs> what? <laughs> Well, my first pet's name was Sylvester. So I'll take Sylvester as my first name because that's like... Okay. That's pretty good. So Sylvester... Um, maybe like Long Dong Silver. <laughs> These are so bad. This is like... You, your porn star names are like of a bad comedy movie. I know. Well, because like, you know... <laughs> Like, mm-hmm. real porn star names are just people's names, so it's not like... Right. Because people... I remember I heard somebody who's like um porn star name, like Candy Kane, but that's not... Candy that's Kane. That's a stripper name. That's yeah. different than a porn star name. Oh, maybe that's what that uh, whole address thing is supposed to be about. I think you can also do that if you're like a drag queen. You can use that okay. same... Well, I'm neither a stripper or a drag queen, so you just, just call... Star. So you could just call me Tom. <laughs> so there's my porn star name, Tom. Okay. <laughs> T H O M. There we yeah. go. That's it. We're done. That's 
an impossible question to answer. I think his would be soggy biscuit. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you didn't come up with a good one. So you're, you know what yours would be? Harry Burner. Okay. Okay. That's not bad. Harry Burner. Because your yeah. beard is getting yeah. quite extraordinary. Yeah. Okay. That's not bad. Harry Burner. Harry Burner. There you go. I can think of yours. I can think of mine. <laughs> All right. Um, let's end it with uh, one from Ron uh, at Wartrout89. Uh, is it possible that the Mandela effect is caused by simulation theory? God damn it, Ron. I don't fucking know. <laughs> yes, it's possible. Okay. Sure. I don't know if that's the best explanation, but yeah, it's possible. You watched the most recent X-Files. Well, no. two episodes ago. Mm-mm. Wait. They, well, they, they what was the premise? The Mandela effect. Oh, no. Yeah. I don't was, think so. It was a stupid, like one of those stupid episodes they did where it was yeah. just so blatantly dumb. But I feel like that whole, I feel like this whole new season is making me like have the Mandela effect. Yeah. Because I feel like I'm remembering a show that used yeah. to be good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know. <laughs> and this season makes me question if it actually was. Well, the last episode was awesome. Yeah. The last one. And was actually, awesome. I, I really loved the one with, um, um, I always forget his name from The Lone Gunman. Oh, that was a pretty good one, that too. Was really that was a good, good one. Yeah, yeah, I enjoyed that one a uh, lot. The first episode was not that good. The uh, second one, I think, is the one you were talking about. Yeah, the yeah. the one that I'm talking about with the Mandel effect was <laughs> hot garbage, but it was yeah. intended to be hot garbage. Yeah. And Twitter didn't understand that because they're obviously it, not X-File fans. It reminded, like... But the, it wasn't funny. Because I watched a little bit of it, um, and it reminded me a little bit of that one where they were trying to... Like, Mulder and Scully were recalling the their story about the sheriff... I think it was uh, yep, baseball. Th- yeah. Yep. That's that's and there was a that similar kind thing. of episode. But the only yeah. thing is that but I don't uh, understand why that needed to be in the new season. It did not yeah. to be. It, it did not to be. It did not have to be. I forgot a word. <laughs> to but, be or to not to be. <laughs> however, that other episode, the first one with the sheriffs and all that, yeah. that one was actually a pretty enjoyable episode. Yeah, because it was in the middle of a season on a show that right. had been on for like seven right. years already. <laughs> this one, if you're just tuning into the X Files and this is what you see, yeah. It's hot garbage. <laughs> and I have to say, like, I think the that second one with the lone gummo was as closest to being a classic. Yeah. This the last episode, last episode was, good was too. even right. more was even closer. But I still have to say of the whole new batch of episodes, I think my favorite's still the one from last season. Which one? With the um the guy who transformed yeah. Yeah. I knew you were gonna say yeah. that. That was that was an X File. I mean that was one of the best of the series. Yeah. When period. I, when I think of X Files, yeah. that's the type of episode I think about. Yeah. But we, all we really learned, I don't know how this became an X Files thing. Because <laughs> it's you every conversation. But all we've learned so far is that, that would that would be your porn name, Triple X File. <laughs> okay. I'll take it. Yeah. Triple X File. Okay. Yeah. Um is, or Fox is and that Chris <laughs> <laughs> Is that Chris Carter needs to stop. Mm-hmm. You know, Vince Gilligan, I wish he came back and did some episodes. Yeah. All right. Let's take a break. Yeah. When we come back, we have an interview with Tom Prigg. Uh, we have a shit ton of things to talk to him about. So mm. hopefully uh, hopefully you stay tuned and listen to that. It's going to be fun. Hey, I know here is where uh, you're used to hearing Tom come on and introduce the segment, and uh, I just wanted to give everybody kind of a heads up that uh, Tom Prigg had a work commitment when we were doing the interview, so we had to stop and then pick it up again later. Um, and because of that, the audio quality changes towards the end for both Toms, actually. So um, you're not crazy at the end when it changes a little bit. That's, uh, you know, circumstances and whatever. So I'm sure Tom... 
has some dumb joke that he wants to make to start the segment, and I'll let him take it away. All right, welcome back. Um, as I promised, we have our special guest joining us. Um, he's been on our show a few times already. Uh, I think this is his third time now. Uh, running for Congress in Pennsylvania's 12th Congressional District, uh, Tom Prigg now joins us. Tom, how are you? I'm doing good. How are you guys? Pretty good. Yeah, not not bad. too bad at all. Yeah. Um, we do understand that you're at work, uh, you know, at, yep. you know, the world of like the, the science is never, never not working. So we appreciate <laughs> it. <laughs> it's, it's true, though. Um, yeah, we, we do appreciate you taking the uh, time out of your day to uh, join us today. Uh, the unfortunate thing is it you won't be able to drink with us this time. Yeah, I, I find that as big of a bummer as you do. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, we did find a uh, a special beer, I guess you can say. So we're, we'll we'll just announce that because uh, we picked it because of the interview. Um, they are from Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. Uh, the company is Penn Brewery, and this is their chocolate meltdown. Uh, it's a milk chocolate stout, and it smells absolutely amazing. Have mm-hmm. you ever had anything from Penn Brewery, Tom? Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's very good. Ooh, and awesome. that sounds really good, too. Yeah, <laughs> I love the uh, milk stouts. So we'll, mm-hmm. s- we'll start this off and uh, just sample this. This looks really good. Wow, that is chocolatey. Oh, it is really chocolatey. Yeah, that is really chocolatey. <laughs> if you like if you like chocolate, <laughs> you'll love this. <laughs> you'll yeah. love this. This really tastes like a cold like chocolate drink. Yeah. All right. Okay. Fun. So um, like I said before, this is your third time on the show. Um we're very happy to have you back on, and this is an important time for you to be on the show because a lot of things have been happening. But before we get to any of that, um, why don't you just give us a basic like rundown of how your uh, your whole experience has been going? How's the campaign trail looking? Um, things like that. Uh, the campaign trail is going very well. Uh, we're coming up to our uh, signatures to get on the ballot. Uh, that has been shifted because of the PA uh, Supreme Court uh, ruling. Okay. We are building our volunteers uh, to get on the ground. We've done all of our clustering of addresses and figured out the best places to hit and when and uh, how many volunteers we have as various. So it's more of like a military kind of operation at this point. Okay. <laughs> yeah. It's, at least that's the way I'd look at it. And um, we don't know what our boundaries will be and – but that doesn't really matter. Um, everything about the campaign is going very, very well. Uh, fundraising is rough, especially with a heavily contested primary of four candidates. Um, we have the special election right next to us. Uh, SPA 18, where we share two of the counties. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it makes fundraising very difficult. But everything else is just moving real, very, very well. Um, I'm very happy with the direction. Well, that's definitely a positive. Um, have, yeah, that's that's awesome. Yeah, that's really good. Have Have you been? Uh, have a lot of people been showing up to come and help you? Do you? How much more support do you need? Like, how how, how many more volunteers would be would be asked for right about now? Well, we've confirmed sixty so far. I'd like to have one hundred and fifty. Okay. Um, by two weeks. Okay. You know. Uh, if I get through the primary, I want a thousand for the general, and there's a whole big plan that I won't put on the air about why that is. But oh, okay. there's a magic number okay. to beat the cut brothers. 
Yeah, that's that's, that's fine and understandable as well. Yeah. Um, just to remind our listeners, because we do have a lot of people from Pennsylvania listening in, when is the primary for your district? Uh, May 15th. Okay, so that's quickly wow, coming. It's right after my birthday. <laughs> oh, is it? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, I'm on the 13th. Uh, oh, okay, yeah. okay. Um, yeah, so that's coming up quick. So just as a, you know, as a... As a memo to anybody who's in the in District 12 or even around District 12 of Pennsylvania, go on, help out because they can make an important difference right away. Only a couple months left of that. Um, what's been some of the uh, what, what's been one of the best stories so far that you've come across? Like, have uh, have people been coming to you telling you their stories and stuff like that? Like, what, what's a memorable moment? Absolutely, um, I get a lot of people come to me tell me their stories. One of the things I liked is uh, there's always this question of how are you going to connect to people because it's a red district. Right. And I come from Washington, Pennsylvania, and I say that uh, from Washington, and they look, look at me blankly. I'm like, it's rural. <laughs> I am rural. <laughs> My family is rural. Um, but that doesn't do well enough for whatever reason. Mm-hmm. I'm the only person in a race that comes from a rural area. Okay. But whatever. Uh, so I said, okay, I'll do some town hall meetings. I did one in Johnstown, and that went over fantastic. Uh, Every person just hung out to shake my hand and talk to me personally afterwards. Then I did it in this other area on the other side of the state, 200 miles away. That's how big my district is. Wow. Thank you, gerrymandering. Wow. (laughs) Yeah. 100 miles. Oh, my God. I forgot how bad that is. And um, I got it was in this small town, Aliquippa. Uh, Beaver County, mm-hmm. and the mayor of Alquippa, Monterey, for me, he's a bigger life guy, and uh, I got a standing ovation there. Ooh, oh, awesome! Okay, I think, I think, and and that's a place where people say it's too rough. They say um, you'll never win people over there. Um, different things like that, and I say, okay, that's where I'm gonna have the town hall then. <laughs> yeah, um, I yeah. like that. You know, and Johnstown was the same way. Well, how are you gonna win over people in Johnstown? I'll do a town hall and prove it. And then I, uh, and then another really cool thing is I spoke at the women's march and I was holding my little girl Riley in my arm, uh, while I was speaking and that, that speech from feedback, uh, people loved it. I was getting uh, responses like days later, how much they liked it. Just like, you know, spoke from my gut and I thought it was cool to stand up there with uh, my daughter. That is really cool. But, uh, I, I think those are my highlights. Oh, awesome. Wow, that's those, a, that's that, some amazing stuff. That really is. Yeah. yeah. Um, do you have any events coming up in the uh, near future? I do. I have a, a big fundraiser. Uh, because money is so difficult to raise, um, I have a big fundraiser at this place called a Harmer House on February 15th. Um, and, the, and then there's a bunch of other little fundraising events. I hate raising money. I hate asking people for money. But I'm in a part of the race now where I just have to constantly ask for money. Right. Um, to make, I mean, it's going to cost me thousands and thousands of dollars for all the yard signs I need, for all the door hangers I need, for all the palm cards I need, for all the uh, paper that got print. Um, it's just, it is, you literally have to spend tens of thousands of dollars in a race. And it's not, it's not easy, uh, raising money Mm -hmm. is, um, and it is, it's not. Uh, corruption necessarily that politicians ask for money. It's literally something that costs tens of thousands of dollars. Imagine how many, how much 
each yard sign um, costs, and you need hundreds of them. Right. I have I have two hundred mile, and that's just a straight line mm. district. So, you know, that's why I gotta constantly raise money, constantly ask for money, and it's a terrible thing to do. Mm. Um, but it's what you gotta do. You know, yeah. it's. I was watching CNN uh, maybe two weeks ago when all this news of uh, PA gerrymandering started popping up. And one of the things, one of the places that they mentioned was Pennsylvania's 12th district. Mm. And I remember I was like, oh, that sounds really familiar. And then I was like, oh, yeah, that's because that's so Tom Prigg is running. And they right. mentioned yours, uh, your district as being one of the most exaggerated examples of this problem uh, in Pennsylvania. And then... Not too long after that, they announced that the Pennsylvania Supreme Court announced that the gerrymandered districts were ruled unconstitutional. And then just, uh, was it yesterday? Maybe yesterday or a couple days ago? Since, well, I think it was yesterday. If, so for, yeah. the, for, for people who are listening to this podcast, earlier this week, um, the United States Supreme Court announced that the Republicans bid to stop the gerrymandering uh, from happening. Well, or the fix, the, the fix, fix from yeah. happening, uh, it was shot down. So I'm everybody. Believe me when I say this. Everybody is curious. Um, in your opinion on this, what are your thoughts about this Pennsylvania gerrymandering? And then on top of that, what what happens to you if your district gets realigned? I mean, I, I don't know if they told you where they would get. I don't know if you have any ideas of like where the district's going to be, but are you even going to be living in the 12th district after they get realigned? I don't know. I can still run if I don't. And I think even if it was against the law, they wouldn't. I think there would be um, an exception made um, because they were redistricting me out. But um, yeah, so I don't know if I'm going to be in a new district. I do have, there's only really two possibilities for the new map. But the exact lines are unknown. Okay. So I couldn't tell you exactly what neighborhoods. I can tell you what neighborhoods I believe will be dropped for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's not because I got insider information or anything. It's because I've seen the possible maps. And using logic, um, you can you can pretty much guess. So I'm gonna get I'm gonna be gaining two and a half uh, counties. What this does for me is level the playing field. And what it causes uh, Rothfuss to do is have to run on his record and his platform. Mm-hmm. And that's not going to go over well for him. Okay. Um, he's lockstep with Paul Ryan, lockstep with uh, Donald Trump. Ooh. And there's a lot of things that's an attack on Americans. And I'm going to highlight it. So what do you make this as a state? issue like how, what, what do you think about what's it going to look like in in november 2018 now i'm not, i'm not 100 sure about everything about this yet i don't know when they're going to realign i don't know any of this but assuming they realign before 2018's november elections well they have to okay so yeah. assuming yeah. that that does happen which i guess it will yeah. um what do you think that means for pennsylvania well it has to before they start the signatures so I think it's February 19th is the final day that the, before the map will be out. Oh, that's really yeah. soon. That's why it was so important. Yes. Yeah. So now we have all these incumbent Republicans. Uh, mine, for instance, is a um, millionaire corporate lawyer backed by Koch brother money. 
And now he's got to run against, if I win a primary, he's got to run against um, um, a guy who uh, grew up in rural Pennsylvania. He, um, you know, worked his way out of poverty, went to the military, used a GI Bill to go to college, and now works in, in academia, you know, and had to work all my life. Right. I had to work to survive, literally. Yeah. And you got this silver spoon guy. Now he's, and then you add a, a record. Now it's just not my race. There's races all over Pennsylvania exactly like that. Mm-hmm. So the Koch brothers are going to throw $400 million into the races. You can guarantee a lot of that money is coming to Pennsylvania. So we have a nation, um, this national uh, David and Goliath uh, story, which is fun. If I can just get through the primary, I think it's going to be awesome. Yeah. Well, trust we we think so too. <laughs> yeah, we think so too. Especially with your obvious uh, ambition to go after these guys for what they are. Yeah, that's exciting in its in in, in itself. I'm it's going to be. I'm very curious to see how the districts get realigned. Yeah. I mean, some of them are so bizarre, like especially around Philadelphia. Yeah. Some of those around Philly are bizarre. So it, it's it's going like to change. The seventh. Oh yeah, yeah. The seventh is like yeah. the most famous of them. Yeah. Do you think uh, the Democrats are going to win a majority of the seats come uh, November? Yeah, because um, majority of the votes go Democrat. Okay. Yeah. Even though um, Republicans have won, I believe it's 13 of 18 seats, mm-hmm. uh, majority of them are Democrat. Like, majority of the votes are Democrat in Pennsylvania, believe it or not. Yeah. That's... That's how gerrymandering works. Yep. It it negates um, democracy. Yeah. Well, I'm looking forward to the to the reveal of the new lines. Yeah. I just I, I can't imagine them being completely unfair in the reverse way either. And you can see that the Republicans are freaking out. They are. Well, they, they went want, to the Supreme. They went to the Supreme Court. <laughs> yeah. And now and now they want to impeach the Pennsylvania Supreme Court. Right. But you know we're snowflakes because you know that's that's what happens. Yeah. We want fair elections. <laughs> we want fair elections, so <laughs> yeah. we're snowflakes. Um. I got a couple more questions for you, stepping away from the gerrymandering situation. Um, first of all, did you watch the President Trump's State of the Union address? Yeah, it was pretty painful. <laughs> I, I, watched a, I watched a Young Turks that made it Mystery Theater 2000, which yeah. made it a lot more uh, entertaining. There you yeah. go. Um, just quick thoughts on it. What do you think about the State of the Union, honestly? I mean, it's just a bunch of lies. Um you know, like African-American unemployment isn't down. It mm-hmm. actually is up like one one point five percent or so. Yeah. You know, just lie after lie. You know, I mean, what can you say? I mean, I, I think it I think it'd be shocking if uh, Trump actually said something uh, truthful. It seems like that these yeah. days. <laughs> it does. Um, I'm sure you appreciated his beautiful clean coal comment as oh, well. Oh, my God. <laughs> Yeah, no. <laughs> All right, so I have uh, a couple more questions for you, Tom. Um, this one, this one's kind of right down your road uh, because I know that um, your campaign focuses a lot on. Uh, energy and green energy and all that. And recently, uh, there was a, a tariff. That was being placed on solar energy. I think it was a thirty percent tariff, and I just wanted to get your opinion on what you think that meant for uh, the solar energy department, and I guess just green energy in general. Well, 
so I, I find this a bit of a nuance, right? Um, the way Trump handled it, I did not agree with. I agree with half of what he did. And what he basically did was put this tariff on uh, China. We have a lot of big things going on with China. Um, there's a possible ADIZ, Air, De- Air Defense Identification Zone, being declared in the Southeast China Sea. And I believe it's like $6 trillion of trade worldwide that goes on that uh, China would be able to control. And that's the fear um, that, that countries have around the world. Uh, there's also a big race on um, resources in Africa and the Arctic. Uh, I believe, I forget who China's teamed up with, but this race to the Arctic. Um, so there's a lot of things going on. So he puts these tariffs on. Now, what you got to understand about solar panels is China sells solar panels cheaper than the components, um, than the cost of the components to put those uh, solar panels together. Okay. And what that means is because a state subsidize them, they can sell them cheaper than American companies can sell their own. So they basically cheat us out of the market because they state subsidized, where we are completely private. Well, we're not completely private, but America doesn't really subsidize uh, renewable energy like it should. Otherwise, this wouldn't be such a problem. Um, so that's our big problem. Now, the problem with Trump is you do that, you kill jobs here um, and make it more expensive to buy. What he should do is the other half he doesn't which is now um, invest in renewable energies, now invest in solar panels, make us competitive. And this is um, why Alexander Hamilton, it's called Hamiltonian Economics, first U.S. Treasury, created subsidies in the first place. is to incentivize and create new industries like renewable energy, like solar panels. Okay. Yeah, so you see half is wrong because he didn't do the second half. But I understand the first half in the respect of fair trade. Okay. So that's, that is interesting because um, as we talked about earlier in the show, uh, we're, when we were going over the stock market crash, and well, not the crash, but the, uh, the recent downfall that we've had in the stock market, I don't know crap about uh, tariffs and, and any the economics of America. I really don't understand. So it's interesting to see... Uh, uh, to hear at least a different opinion. Uh, I was kind of, I I don't know what I was expecting, but I've seen a lot of people bash it more than I've seen them defend it. But that makes sense the way that you put it. Paul Krugman did a uh, New York Times article. I think he calls it Old Dirty Men, maybe. Mm -hmm. Um, It was about two weeks ago when the terrorists first happened. And he kind of talks about it. He doesn't talk about it in great detail. And he doesn't explain that uh, China sells the uh, solar panels far cheaper than our companies would be able to without taking a loss. Okay. Um, but he does explain that um, if Donald Trump really was smart, he would also build our industries, which he won't. I mean, right. he will not um, invest in renewable energy. No, no. Yeah, I mean that became that became even more obvious when during the State of the Union he he did refer to coal as beautiful clean coal. I think. 
I mean, come on. He's such a pander. Yeah. 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 And you know what? And from all of us, we're all from Pennsylvania. So obviously one of the most important coal states that the United States had. I from our area alone, where I mean, like we're not too far from Jim Thorpe. That whole area was all coal mining. I we can safely say that coal mining is not coming back anytime soon. There's just no signs of that. So the fact that people are still unwilling to move on from coal is bizarre to me. Well, I mean, and, and let me speak in their defense. Um, it's not that, that they should be hoping for coal. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I understand they don't see any new industries coming in their area. Um, they don't see the revitalization that Pittsburgh has, mm. has had you know, since the fall of the uh, steel mills. And for them, this is it. Like, this is the only way they see feasible to um, feed their families. And they're like, if this goes away, what do, what else do I have? You know? And right. I understand right. them wanting to grab onto anything. It's like they're just grabbing onto a life raft as they're, like, floating in the ocean. Um, it's just unfortunate that Donald Trump is taking advantage of that fear to promote him, to pump himself up instead of saying, I understand the market forces and guess what? I'm going to take care of you. I'm bringing in new industries. Um, here's one that's the fastest growing industry is very similar to yours because it's an energy market and we're going to take care of you and your families. We're going to invest and we're going to bring these industries in and we're going to incentivize through subsidies to make sure that these industries come out to where you live instead of the big cities. He could do that, but he doesn't. He takes he he preys off of their fear and um, uncertainty of the future and turns on them. Does nothing to actually save these families and just turn those people against everybody else. Mm-hmm. And you know, I I won't blame them because nobody is coming to save them. Nobody's done anything in thirty years, right. and I understand that fear, and that's why I hope to change. Oh, well, I sound like a politician. <laughs> <laughs> a pretty good one, too. Um, let's go to Facebook for the last two questions that I have for you. you know, I did. I put on the, our Facebook page that, um, that we were talking to today and allowed um, some progressives who might not know who you are to ask some questions. So the first one comes from a guy named Joe Ferraro. Um, he said, with most Western democracies operating at 350 people or 350,000 people per representative, um, would you be in favor of increasing the size of Congress due to the fact that ours averages approximately 715,000 people per uh, representative? I mean, maybe I don't really see. I mean, I guess that's in hopes of uh, counteracting the gerrymandering. Mm-hmm. Um, if you keep getting more and more Congress people, you know, you dilute the mathematics of trying to draw out a single party. Um, I don't see any other advantage of having more people. Maybe what you can also do is uh, make it more fractured so that it's harder to build uh, coalitions like the Gang of Eight. Mm -hmm. Um, What I... um, I don't think that's the answer. I, I believe we got to fix gerrymandering to this objective. 
personally, I would like to see it done with uh, mathematical models, and we agree on the parameters. Uh, so I don't think that that. So I think both points. Um, adding more Congress people doesn't address the two major major points. Okay, would be consolidation within the Congress and um, gerrymandering, unless they have another idea of what they were getting at. But I don't see it. Fair okay. enough. Yeah, very fair. Um, and the final question uh, comes from David Whitkin. Uh, he asks, what does he intend to do about the ongoing coup against the government being perpetrated by the Trump administration and its billion donors or billionaire donors? Um, well, that would actually be my financial pitch. Um, and what, what we need to realize is, first off, what is a democracy, right? It's a government that is selected by the people. And what that means is it's also a government defended by the people. And in our time to defend our government is on election day. But to be honest, that's like um, not training for a marathon and, and showing up on the day of the race. Where a democracy begins is far earlier than election day. It's far earlier than that single day to vote. It's about supporting your candidates that you want. It's about supporting the candidates that will bring the future that you want. It's not about like, um, I'm wonderful. I'm not a knight in shining armor. These are the things that I value. These are the plans that I have. This is how I plan to execute it. If you agree with that, the only way I can get into a position to make that happen mm -hmm. is with their support, the American people's support. I cannot do this alone. No human being can. And if you think that a human being alone is doing it, I guarantee you they have very powerful, wealthy people behind them. And they will not be working for you. They'll be working for those people. Mm. So if you want somebody like me and you want somebody to counter the Trump people, you're going to have to work for the government you want, for the future you want. And that's really what we're doing. It's up to the people. I'm sorry. I'm doing everything I can. I go out seven days a week. I study. I put things together. I think of solutions. But at the end of the day, it's the people who have to make this happen. We're all in this together. And that's just the way it's going to be. Well, that is probably the best possible answer to end uh all the questions that we had to give you that's very well very well said yeah um take uh why don't you take this next as long as you need to plug anything that you can tell tell our listeners where they can find you uh where they can donate to your campaign and all that good stuff great uh awesome thank you guys um sure. so my website is tom prig for congress.com p-r-i-g-g um my Twitter account is Tom Prig 2018, Facebook Tom Prig 2018, Instagram, I think it's Instagram. Um, the uh, 20, uh, Tom Prig 2018. It's amazing how little effort it takes to boost and help somebody. I get so much attention all the way up to the DNC, literally, um, just from my uh, social media interaction, Facebook likes. Facebook shares, Facebook comments, Twitter comments, Twitter likes, uh, you know, everything matters. And most of all, and I hate to say this, but it's the truth, is donations. If you can donate, um, please do so. And I don't care if it's a dollar because you know what? 
the number of small donors matters as well. It ha- carries a lot of weight. If you can donate time, that is wonderful. Um, phone banking, if you're like out of state, uh, there are so many things you can help us with. Graphic design work, we couldn't have enough graphic design people. Marketing, help us with our Facebook and Twitter ads. Help us with our messaging. It, you know, It's going to take all of us to win this. And this is all of us against the Trump administration. This is all of us against a very corrupt government. When they're talking about impeaching judges because they found a um, gerrymandering to be unconstitutional, that is a government to fear. Mm -hmm. The only way we can fight is to fight together. Well, well, thank you so much. Um, It's been, you know... it's been great so far. Um, I, it's great to see your campaign continuing to grow. Um, if there's anything that we can help you with, just let us know because um, you know you're a good friend of the show, and we we really want you, especially as Pennsylvanians, to um, to win your campaign and oh yeah, become a representative of Pennsylvania and the and the country. Um, thank you so much for taking time out of your day. Uh, your very busy day, we find out, <laughs> for, uh, and coming on the show. And uh, we'll be in touch soon, and hopefully we could get on, you could get, come on the show uh, in the future as again. Great. Thank you, guys. I really appreciate this. Yeah, no Absolutely. Problem. Absolutely. Thank you so much. Um, we'll take a quick break. When we come back, um, we'll have, we have a very special uh, clip for everybody. <laughs> What better way to end an amazing interview than by having Pastor Manning on our show? I am I am so excited for this scary religious nut job segment <laughs> that I, I, I don't understand I, I, you don't understand how excited I am you will in just a moment but before we do anything yes um, come on we need a beer we're gonna <laughs> this beer one beer. comes from Flying Dog it's <clears throat> their brew house parties sweet and smoky stout mm. um, crushable it's the word that gets thrown a lot most frequently in our annual brew house. Oh, it's rarities, not parties. Sorry, that does look like that does look like a pedo. <laughs> it does look like um, pitch session. It's not often attributed to bold stouts, though. But that's what Andrew, one of our resident tour guides, envisioned: sweet and oatmeal stout profiles with a touch of smoky complexity, which is uh, which will surprise in its drinkability. Okay, that's the description of this drink. I'm pretty excited to try this. Oh yeah, me too. Yeah. So, um, hold on. Cheers. All right. Wow, that is really interesting. And interesting is a good word for it. It's not. It's not bad. Well, it's definitely smoky. They there weren't fucking are around. A lot of different flavors. I know. That yeah, flooded was, my mouth. Yeah, right it was there. like a little bit of overload. Yeah. Wow. That, now and now that it's settling, I actually taste something completely different. That's weird. Yeah, because you get the smoke up front. Like when I first tried it, all I could taste was the smoke, mm-hmm. and then after the sweetness yeah. really kicks in. Yeah. Wow, that's actually. 
That's you know what it. I, this is gonna sound bizarre, yeah. but I want cheese really bad right now. <laughs> like yeah. I can taste like a smoky gouda almost yeah. kind of feel to it. Yeah, because a smoked cheese would go very well with this. Ooh, yeah. that's superb! Flying dog killing yeah, it. Yeah, that was very nice. Yeah. Okay, well, that's one of the most complex stats I've ever drank. Yeah, yeah. Wow, that's a statement too because yeah. we've had quite a bit just on our show. Um, however, Austin, I have really bad news. This amazing treat of a drink is about to be tainted by the one and only pastor manning oh no he didn't put his semen in it did he no oh. no <laughs> another classic yeah oh man why how did we find this clip why is this a thing i don't know but this is this is my, this might be my favorite clip of all time maybe i'm just gonna go ahead and say this right now um without further ado let's just Let's just play it. Okay. I will not let that orange-haired orangutan, I will not let that coochie grabber, I will not let that scumbag, I will not let that liar, I will not let that psychopath, I will not let that Nazi tribulation Trump speak ill against the members of this church or the members of any of the states and nations of Africa. Wow. (laughs) (laughs) Well, there's a lot of things he wouldn't let. And I have to say, we've been doing this show for 55 weeks. Yeah, straight. And um, boy, did he come up with much better nicknames than we've given Trump (laughs) right off the bat. In one sentence. (laughs) In one sentence. He starts off his whole thing with, I will not let that orange-haired orangutan. Yeah. and, And here's the crazy thing. I kind of agree with Isn't him. Isn't it fucked up? <laughs> yeah. Isn't it fucked up? I think other, that's other why I like part, this. Other than the part where he talked about speak against the members of his church, because I'm sure they're garbage people. I'm 100% yeah. with you on that. Yeah. But as far as everything else so far, yeah. it's hard to be like, wow, this is insulting. Yeah, yeah it is. But, oh, it's well, so Well, and the good. tribulation Trump, I think that's stupid. It's so good, though. Yeah. It's so good. I, I'm sorry, Pastor Manny. Yeah, I interrupted you anybody else i rebuke you in the strongest terms i rebuke you in the name of the lord jesus christ i rebuke your mama and i rebuke her <laughs> where the sun don't shine and don't worry for you listeners out there who are wondering where could that no sh- sun shining place be he will elaborate I was the, that's amazing that is the best your mama joke. And I will rebuke your mama. I will and rebuke her look, when the sun don't he, shine. For the video, he actually puts up a picture of Trump and his mother. Yeah. Like he is going at Donald Trump. They almost have the same hairstyle. <laughs> <laughs> they definitely he definitely has her looks. Like yeah. she has the he has the same face. I've what never seen saying, his mom what before. We're saying she's a handsome woman. <laughs> <laughs> We're going there, aren't yeah, we? Yeah. Well, Pastor Manning definitely went there. Ever raise your voice <laughs> against the people that God has put uh, under his care and under the power of his word. I rebuke your mama where the sun don't shine. Jesus Christ. I rebuke you and everything you stand for. I curse and bind you, you orange-haired orangutan, <laughs> you low-life piece of dung yourself. You're worthy <laughs> only for a major flush, <laughs> along with no wiping. You piece of dung. You ever. Don't you ever. Don't you ever. And those of you that agree (laughs) with tribulation Trump with respect to Haiti, you will not speak. And I'm calling on every Hamite 
everyone with any Haitian or Hamite blood anywhere at any time to stand up and defend. Do not let this orange-haired freak don't let this Nazi label the people of Haiti or the people of Africa or their progenity as dung. <laughs> wow. That was as close to swearing as I think I've actually Ever heard, heard him? Yeah. him say. Yeah. By calling him a piece of, I almost feel like he was about to say shit. Yeah, and he's and like, he stopped himself. Dung! Yeah. Because he often forgets what he's going to say next. Yeah, no, th- yeah. I mean, if you if we are breaking this down as like sentence structure, it makes no fucking sense. Oh, he yeah. goes on tangent after tangent, which is ironic because that's exactly <laughs> what Trump does. It really is. <laughs> yeah. But he, if you don't understand what he's talking about, which I don't blame you if you don't understand, yeah. he's referring to the Trump quotes or the uh, the news report that he referred the to countries, African yeah. countries, mm-hmm. the shithole countries, but, and Haiti as well. And, and it's so funny that he, because it's interesting because like half of the videos that he has on YouTube are about criticizing the black community, right? And yet all of a sudden. <laughs> Here he is. You Trump touched a nerve. Yeah. Trump touched a nerve on this one. <laughs> he really does not like it. <laughs> like, now, I thought he hated Obama. Yeah. And he does. <laughs> he, he definitely does. And Clinton. But his his insults were not this creative. No, <laughs> and not this angry. Like, no. th- this is... You're well, pretty angry, but this is yeah. this is hatred. Yeah, this is hatred. Now yeah. it, the, the video is actually for Pastor Manning. Very well done. He yeah, it's like clips of Haiti and all that, and, and the picture of Trump and his mother. You don't and see this kind of quality. He, from this must be videos. recent because he's not in front of that. Like um, it's changed. Yeah, that, yeah, that like, archway yeah, anymore. Yeah, that weird. <laughs> Never. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, he's not. This is like a studio. Yeah. Do it. Orange had orangutan, oh the God. piece of trash, the piece of dung born of that wicked woman out there in Queens that hatched him from between her legs out <laughs> there in Queens one day. Because that's what happened. He wasn't born. He was hatched. <laughs> <laughs> he wasn't born. He, he was, was hatched. He was hatched. <laughs> I don't even know what that... <laughs> Oh man! Hatch from between her legs. Oh like, he's getting God. really anatomical now. Yeah, now he. Yeah, yeah. Now he's going after the mom a lot. Yeah, a lot. Like you. We haven't, although I'll give him this, we haven't heard the uh, the phrase "butthole" yet. So and we okay. However, we might not hear the word "butthole," but I feel like we're going to hear something. Yeah. With feathers on him coming out of his mama's vagina. <laughs> Smelling like the landfill out in Staten Island is what his mama's vagina smell like. <laughs> you know what? I missed that when we were first going up for this. I didn't hear this. He just says mom's vagina smells like Staten Island. <laughs> well, for, for I guess we could take this week off oh, of the man. Trump jokes. For people who are not from the United States. Or from people who are from a different part of the United States who have no yeah. idea. Staten Island is infamous for its landfills. Or for our listeners, uh, apparently had a big jump in Germany. Guten Tag. <laughs> Guten Tag. <laughs> yeah. I and say? I've exhausted my German. There you go. Other than Nine. the stuff I learned from World War II movies, which I won't repeat. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> Um, but we might have to learn them soon if the administration keeps going the way it is. <laughs> so I'm not. I'm not trying to like 
like make the like dull out the joke. But Staten Island is famous for its landfills. Yeah. So just to give you an idea of what he means, because I figure if you're not from New York or from yeah, this area, you don't know what's like what they smell. Like it's Staten kind of Island. funny though because he was talking about Queens before that. He was, yeah. And then Staten. <laughs> yeah, he just but because of the landfill, I yeah. guess. But like, it's a very New York centric. Very exactly, attack. and he's from <laughs> Harlem. Yeah. So yeah. it's all over New York. All right. A freak was born. That's why he's a coochie grabber. He keeps reaching back, trying to grab his mama, grab her coochie. Did we not listen to the full clip before? No, we didn't. Because I don't remember that. (laughs) (laughs) He tried to reach for his mama's coochie. (laughs) Oh, my God. Hatched out of her coochie. This orange head orangutan, this duck. (laughs) <laughs> they said when they called him Donald, his mama, when she saw that's why they called him Donald. Him, that's why she named him. She named him Donald because he Donald Duck. That's what he is. And he's a coochie grabber because he kept trying to crawl back up in his mama's coochie. That's how come he's such a liar and a freak. Oh my God. That might have been my favorite thing ever in the entire world. <laughs> Oh, I almost fell off my chair. And and I forgot to mention, this is not from Right Wing Watch. This is from his own channel. Pastor Manning. (laughs) He was was on fire. The funny thing is his weakest insult came at the end. When when he's like, that's why they call him Donald. (laughs) That was funny, though. (laughs) It was funny. But like after he was just saying that he came out of his mom's coochie. I almost which smells like Staten Island garbage. Oh my <laughs> saying that he wants to go back up his mama's yeah. coochie. <laughs> like, please stop saying coochie, Pastor Man. He said it so many times. <laughs> ah, but I have to say, orange haired orangutan. Oh no. My new cover band. Of course. <laughs> of course. Of course. Ooh, that's gonna be kinda hard. Yeah, good luck with that one, Joe. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Joe's got his work cut out for him this time. Mm-hmm. Oh, he'll probably nail it though. And no, I will not be using uh, the word coochie in any of my cover bands. No coochie? No. No coochie? No. Or Staten Island vagina how about, how, about, how about coochie gang? No. <laughs> Staten coochie gang? No. Oh, do you even get that reference? No, I don't. See, I'm more hip than you are. Okay. Only because I work with a lot of like people who listen to modern music. Okay. Oh, that was a treat. That was no. a treat. <laughs> it was something else that was uh Wow. Well, let's no. take yeah. let's take a break from the madness of Pastor Manning, uh, <laughs> and we'll conclude our show. Yeah. And so concludes our big dumb show. <laughs> It was bigger and dumber than a lot of other days in a lot of ways. <laughs> yeah, it was, yeah. Um, Austin, what are your final thoughts? Well, um, the State of the Union is still shitty, mm-hmm. so Donald Trump lied about that. Mm-hmm. Uh, didn't watch his speech because it seemed like a giant waste of time. Lucky you. Yeah, lucky me. Um, I, I enjoyed Bernie's rebuttal. And I, I, I'll be honest, I enjoyed parts of uh, Kennedy's rebuttal. It wasn't perfect, mm-hmm. and it was distracting looking at his glistening lips the whole time. It was tough. Yeah. It yeah. was tough. Like, couldn't they change the lighting? There was one spot, too. I know. Like, you don't feel <clears> it? <throat> <laughs> like- and luckily, it still wasn't as bad as when uh, 
Ted Cruz ate whatever that white thing was on his mouth. Oh my that? god! Yeah. yeah, the the moment where like everybody threw up collectively all <laughs> at once. Well, that might that happened for me when Donald Trump started comparing dick sizes with Marco oh, Rubio. Yeah. And, yeah. Yeah. That, that, Something tells me he would lose that battle. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Probably. Yeah. <laughs> you know, Marco. <laughs> <laughs> you you hear the rumors about Marco. <laughs> the women that he's with definitely say Polo. <laughs> where? Uh, oh, where wow. is it? <laughs> that is a lame joke. <laughs> well, because you know you got to look for Marco Polo. Marco, you know where is his? Polo? No, I understand the joke. Where's his Polo? I I understand it, Tom. It's <laughs> well, just really fucking stupid. A, a lot of alcohol. Okay, go on. Okay, <laughs> even though, oh yes, and of course. Even with Tom's nonsense, we'd like to thank the other Tom for coming <laughs> on. Tom Prager, who's great interview as usual. Mm-hmm. Um, always learn something interesting from Tom. Every time. It was well, good. not you, Tom, that Tom. Well, yeah. I don't really provide much for anything. <laughs> we all know that. You could go to, you can check us uh, on our website, www.dumballoverpod.com, and check out our about where I wrote mine. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I, I even admitted it. <laughs> but yeah, no, really. Thank you, Tom. Yeah. Um, interesting always to hear. Uh, his perspective, especially with the gerrymandering situation. Yeah, yeah. Always interesting. It's going to be an interesting midterm election. <laughs> yeah. Interesting, exciting, nerve-wracking, a little bit of everything. And live, most likely. Oh, and um, I read on Twitter that the primary date in New York for Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez is now set in July. So she's on the ballot now. <laughs> I believe so. Okay. Because I remember there was a point where she was not yeah. yet on the ballot. So it's July 26th, I want to say, something like that. Okay. Yeah. Got a few more months. Yep. So if you are in New York or if you're in New York in general. <clears throat> yeah. You can help out. Reach out. New York City. Even, yeah. E- yeah. New York City. Even if it's not in your district, reach out because- And if it, you are in that district, please. <laughs> definitely reach yeah. out. Definitely reach out. Anything else? I think that's it for me. Okay. Nothing on Pastor Manning, huh? I think he said everything he has to say. <laughs> yeah, same for me, Austin. Um, you know, the news stories continue to pile on. Mm. And listen, I know there's at least one of you who are out there listening and being like, well, they didn't cover this. They didn't cover that. It's very difficult. Our shows are fucking longer than most podcasts are. Yeah. Because uh, other than Joe Rogan's. <laughs> well, like, yeah. We're like second to Joe Rogan. A little, little yeah. ridiculous there. But, um, and we, we actually cover stuff. We don't just talk bullshit all right. day. <laughs> A little shot of Joe Rogan. Huh? Yeah. Yeah, fuck you, Joe Rogan. <laughs> but um, we can't cover every story. No. So just as a heads up, don't get upset. We try to cover uh, the mainstream and the lesser known stories as well yeah. because the lesser known stories are sometimes more impactful. And there's going to be even more of a change in that direction coming up soon. So Yeah, a little bit of a change coming up. But so if you're angry now, get ready to get your pitchforks out. <laughs> yeah. Kind of. Yeah. But um, I, I know I'm looking forward to it. It's something different. We'll, we'll give it a go, see how it runs. And we're also, we've decided not to do the live shows anymore, because it's just too much coordination. Yeah. yeah. So what we're going to do is we're still going to take your Twitter questions, mm-hmm. and we're going to pepper them through the first segment. Right. Um, especially, you'll probably hear them after really depressing stories. <laughs> yeah, and, you know, it, it's it's just a way to, 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 to ease the tensions Yeah, a and kind of too. break up the... Yeah, because yeah. there's a lot of times, like, especially like today, where you could go yeah. from one shit story to the next yeah. with little... I don't think we had one really good story no. up until the interview with Tom Prigg where we talked to somebody who's making a difference. We yeah, really the one, didn't have much. The one story that we didn't get to cover that I wanted to talk about was um, Bernie Sanders wants the CEOs of big pharma companies to testify mm-hmm. over the opioid crisis. Okay. 
But that should be interesting. That's just his desire. There's right. no guarantee that's going to happen no, or anything. I wouldn't. I wouldn't even hold my breath. <laughs> no, on that. I wouldn't either. But you know, it's uh, we're going to try a few things as our show continues to grow. Yeah, because that's what you do. Yep. You don't just find the status quo and stay there. You move on. Yep. Move on. Not work. <laughs> <laughs> not a sponsor. Just uh, <clears throat> a, a very informative website. <laughs> okay. Tom. Okay. Could be a sponsor though. Yeah. Please, <laughs> Wirebacher, AdamandEve.com. Adam and that would be that would be pretty cool though. I would but, love that. But one. if that happened, then like the the lines between us and cognitive dissonance <clears throat> are officially set. That's that's true. Yeah, it'd be yeah. Like, yeah. Maybe there's another one like AdamandSteve.com. Adam and Steve. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, just for gay couples. <laughs> just well, yeah. no, of course. Yeah. So that, even event, <laughs> even event dot com <laughs> for lesbian couples. <laughs> oh, if those aren't things, they have to become. So somebody work on that. Or for older older couples, uh, Madam and Steve. <laughs> <laughs> No, there's no website for the snake either. Oh my god, stop. <laughs> Bestiality.org. No. <laughs> not a sponsor, not no, a sponsor. No. Um, not yet. <laughs> no, and never. Nope. Never. Wirebacher? Maybe. <laughs> Probably not. Not now. <laughs> All right. Depends on how I edit this. <laughs> well, good luck with that. Yeah, I know. Um, as always, you can find our show on the blog talk of the radio.com. Just uh, search for Dumble Over Podcast. We are on iTunes. Also, do the same kind of thing. Just look up Dumble Over Podcast. Or just do a Google search for Dumble Over Podcast. (laughs) And I'm sure you'll find us somewhere. Yeah, you will. We are on the Twitter uh, at Dumble Over Pod. We are on the Facebook at Dumble Over Pod. That's the official. It's uh, it was dumb all over, and then I just I added the pod because yeah. just to keep it more, the same. Yeah. Uh, Instagram, check us out there at guess what, dumb all over pod. Oh shit, I would I, not have guessed that. Me neither. Um, and then if you like what you hear and you want additional content, better audio quality, and a lot more, uh, go to patreon.com for slash dumb all over, and uh, check us out there. We have a boatload of rewards that you can pick and choose from and, and we're finally getting out bonus content consistently yep. yeah. yeah yeah i mean our shows are are long as they are but they're actually even longer so you get the full episode commercial free yeah uh you get our solo podcast which haven't been booted up yet i'm working, we're on, working mine. on it yeah i'm working on mine it, <laughs> life is life is hard <laughs> yeah right now it is uh very difficult i thought the winter hours would help but I'm still working the exact same amount of hours as I was, so it's not helping at all. So they haven't changed that for you? No. That's bullshit. For, for one week, I worked one day less. But at the same time, I can't complain because I need the extra money. Yeah, but it's bullshit that they, yeah. they're they all like, oh, there's going to be new hours. Yeah. And then it's- if anything, I'm working a little bit more. Oh, Jesus yeah, Christ. So it's a little bit it's a little bit strenuous, but it's yeah. okay. Uh, well, I'll get the content out eventually. Yeah. Uh, Austin, your CD's <laughs> almost ready to go? It's almost ready. Yeah, I've finished the mastering for streaming, which will be out. And usually it takes like a week or two for them to push it out to all the mm-hmm. sites. So mm-hmm. I'm going to upload that tomorrow. So I'm hoping by next Wednesday it'll actually be out and you can listen to it. Right. But, you know, don't hold me to that because those, <laughs> those websites, when you push like the last time I did it, 
it took almost a month for them to push out to all the sites. Yeah. Now it's supposed to be a little faster, but we'll see. We'll see. Yeah. And then I'm going to do the CD mastering this week. Yeah. Okay. Uh, hey, thank you, John, from the Wayward Willis podcast for a pretty awesome shout out. Um, yeah, that was very kind of him. Very kind. Unexpected, too. Like, I didn't, I didn't, we, we weren't yeah. told that that was coming or anything. Uh, but yeah, no, it's really, really, really awesome. We do, as we also consider you good friends of the show and oh, yeah. of us. So uh, thank you for that. And uh, your show's awesome. Uh, I was upset that there was not a full episode, but even in that 11 minute episode, <laughs> yeah. it was still really good. It was really good. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so just uh, kudos to you and Logan for that. Just Although then, of course, he dropped that little nugget that he talked to no illusions. Yeah, yeah. When it, starting, it's uh, okay. It's like, it's okay. okay. Which okay. I didn't know about. Mr. Name Dropper. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I see. I, I got you. It's okay. It's like, I see how it is. <laughs> That's okay. George Clooney's the one who told me how to do the, my audio setup. So. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then I had Peyton Manning over at my Super Bowl party. It's oh, all good. Yeah, yeah, you had Peyton? I had of Eli. Course. Yeah. Did you? I, yeah, I wanted to watch the Patriots uh, lose the last two times they lost with him. Did he ever change that like permanent dumb face expression that he has? No, but he started dancing. Oh. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, you saw that commercial, right? Yeah, I did that. <laughs> <laughs> so cringy, boy, yeah. <laughs> so cringy. Um, yeah, thank you. Uh, oh, you know what? The best thank you of the week. Thank you, Philadelphia Eagles. Yeah, you you made Austin and I very happy people, and a lot of the world. <laughs> Although I have to be perfectly honest, I would have rather it been another team. Yes, one hundred percent. Beat the Patriots. Yes, we are from Pennsylvania, but and it's fucking annoying. We are not Eagles fans all over the yeah, place. We are not Pennsylvania fans as no. far as sport teams go, mm. uh, but. You know what? I cheered but, my oh, ass I, oh, yeah. off oh, yeah. for this I team. I cheered for the Eagles, yeah. And you know what's a cool story? Nick Foles definitely deserved it. Oh, yeah. So, And I like I literally screamed out loud when they had that strip sack. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah. Me, too. <laughs> I Me jumped too. out of my chair. Oh, it was the most exciting yeah. thing. Yeah. I, I Just so unexpected to see that. Mm-hmm. And with like a minute left to go, I was like, as soon as that happened, I was like, the first thing I thought about was, Where's the flag? There's yeah. got to be a flag. Yeah. This is where the refs throw their flags yep. out and be like, holding, but punching, kicking, and every penalty they can nope. imagine. No nope. penalties. It was a legit sack, a legit fumble, and the Philadelphia Eagles are Super Bowl champions. And I have to say, I'm going to steal that. Um, I don't know if you saw that E-Trade commercial with all the like old people that have to still work because they have no retirement. I saw that. Yeah. And then I'm going to take that DJ name, DJ Nana. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for listening. We will be back next week with another episode um, of Dumb All Over. We have mm-hmm. another special guest, another, I'll, I'll give you a hint, I'm not going to tell you who it is, but another progressive candidate for Congress. Um, it's not me this time. <laughs> n- no. <laughs> no. And and this candidate is actually, I believe, most likely the closest candidate to our home. That's but not, cool. But not from Pennsylvania. Still, very yes. cool. So uh, we're looking forward to that, getting to meet another candidate, see where he stands on issues, and uh, just, you know, shoot the shit. Right. So uh, tune in next week. Right. Sounds good, Tom. See you next week. Trust me, I'm like a smart person.